Welcome to Feel Better, Live More Bite Size, your weekly dose of positivity and optimism to get you ready for the weekend. Today's episode is brought to you by AG1 from Athletic Greens, one of the most nutrient-dense whole food supplements that I've come across. It contains vitamins, minerals, prebiotics, probiotics, digestive enzymes, and so much more, and I myself take it regularly. Go to athleticgreens.com forward slash live more to access a very special offer. They are giving my listeners five fantastic travel packs and one year supply of vitamin D free of charge with your first order. See your details at athleticgreens.com forward slash live more. Today's clip is from episode 138 of the podcast with Dr. Julian Abel, a retired consultant in palliative care. Now in this clip, Julian explains why compassion and social connection matter so much for our health, our happiness, and our longevity. When you look at the evidence of what happens from the positive side of compassion, the evidence is really profound. And and compassion is the basis of social relationships. And there are numerous studies out there which which show that social relationships have a profound impact on health. And in particular, there's uh, one that I always quote by Julianne Holt-Lundstadt, and it's the impact of social relationships on mortality. And good social relationships are more powerful than pretty much any other intervention we have, including giving up smoking, drinking, diet, exercise, whatever else you care to mention, uh, helping us live longer. If you give up smoking, you reduce your risk of dying significantly, but not as much as social relationships. I mean, Julian, for me, compassion... It feels almost like it's the right thing to do. It feels good to us as a human being when we're compassionate to another individual. So what's interesting for me is that you're showcasing in your book a load of science that is backing up kind of what we already know, right? I I think that's exactly right. And uh, those moments where we feel that the love and compassion, we all recognize them. And there might be, there might be deeply profound moments like the moment we first see our child or we kiss the person we love or, or we hold our child's hand. Any of those moments, they, they're more than just a, an emotion. They, they, you, you can feel physically different, but they happen on a small scale as well. Like when you go to the shops and you, you, chat to somebody. And when you have that conversation, you feel like, well, this is good. This is a, I, I enjoyed that and I appreciate it. And all of those things, although they are an emotion, they also have got a physical, a biochemical and hormonal components to them. But I guess the essence is that we all know that it's the right thing. If people are feeling loved and secure, then their anxiety goes down, their pain levels go down. And actually, you know, then you start producing all the things that we naturally produce as human beings, including oxytocin and our uh, endorphins, which are the morphine-type compounds that we naturally produce inside us. I can't get that out of my head that your biochemistry, your biology, your physiology changes when you have 
close social connections, when you're compassionate to someone else or they're compassionate to you, it matters so much. I mean, it's heartening, isn't it? It's heartwarming. Those moments, even those those light moments where you have a gentle chat with someone, they're heartwarming. We feel it and it sustains us. We need to elevate compassion as a, a high value, it's something that we need to pay attention to all the time and something that is as applicable in our personal lives, our lives at home, as it is in our schools, our places of work, our politics, our media. And and it's not just that it's a nice thing to have. It has a profound impact on everything we do and everything we touch. And even from a personal perspective, if you want to lead a happy, healthy, long life, it's all about relationships. And the basis of relationships is compassion. Somewhere along the line, this capitalist society where we've been encouraged to buy more, get more things, get more stuff, you know, get these houses, insulate ourselves off from people around us. We've kind of lost it somewhere, haven't we? That actually, it's, it's who we are as humans. I think that's right, that we have been led to believe that acquisition is the way of happiness that we have if we have beauty if we have lots of goods uh, that's how we're going to become happy in my work as a palliative care physician you know i talk to literally thousands of people about dying and about what was important in their lives and often through the course of the illness, people felt a diminished sense of self because they couldn't do the things that they recognized as being important to them. But with the people around them, they appreciated the people around them for their love and their care and their friendship. And so we tend to have this kind of dual standard of thinking about acquisition as being meaningful for ourselves, but we appreciate the people around us for the quality of the character they have. It sounds like you're saying that we judge other people differently from the way we judge ourselves. It, precisely. I mean, it was, a, it was a conversation I had with nearly every one of my patients. I would say, look, um, have a think about the people who you really appreciate the most and why you appreciate them. And, and people would say it's about, the, about their love, about their kindness. And they would say, has the love and the kindness diminished in you even though you're not able to do the things that you usually do? And of course, the love and the kindness is still there. And, and, and I would say we don't need to be terminally ill to appreciate that. That's something that we can do now in our lives. If if you like the people around you for the qualities of their character, these it's, it's kind of at the heart of it all is yeah. in like, well, you can you can develop those qualities yourself. You don't have to become a saint. You can just do a little bit and become a slightly kinder, a more compassionate person. The people who used to impress me the most were the people who came to the end of their lives and and they weren't great businessmen or didn't have massive achievement, but they approached death with a sense of peace. And when I asked them about that, they said, well, I've had a good life. 
I've I uh, I've had good people around me. I've had great children. I love my love my husband and my wife, and and I feel satisfied with the way that life went. And to be so open and face death in this peaceful way to me was really inspirational and impressive. And then uh, I remember one gentleman who I treated who was a great international business leader, and uh, and he was talking about. Um, talking about this subject and his his wife was there and he was saying i i can't do i can't run my businesses and who am i and and so we talked about appreciating people for who they are and why he loved his wife and and all of that and then his wife popped up and said people loved you uh, for who you are, not because you were a great business leader. And she encapsulated that so perfectly, just the way that she said it. And, and of course, he understood about the powerful impact of the kindness and the quite a lot of the, the physical and emotional suffering that he had got better quite quickly and and he was able to die peacefully with that and and i think that it absolutely gives you a sense of what's important in life and what's not quite so important yeah i think many of us myself included need that reminder about what truly is important i think we we get so caught up in small things don't we actually when it's all said and done it, it comes down to connection and relationships yeah. that's what we value the most Hope you enjoyed that bite-sized clip. Do spread the love by sharing this episode with your friends and family. And if you want more, why not go back and listen to the original full conversation with my guest. If you enjoyed this episode, I think you will really enjoy my bite-sized Friday email. It's called the Friday Five. And each week I share things that I do not share on social media. It contains five short doses of positivity, articles or books that I'm reading, quotes that I'm thinking about, exciting research I've come across, and so much more. I really think you're going to love it. The goal is for it to be a small yet powerful dose of feel-good to get you ready for the weekend. You can sign up for it free of charge at drchatterjee.com forward slash Friday 5 hope you have a wonderful weekend make sure you have pressed subscribe and i'll be back next week with my long form conversation on wednesday and the latest episode of bite science next friday